Hello, everybody. It is Jessica Winklehausen-Smith, and I have my co-host, Tess Detterding, back at you. We are in the studio. We have been um, out for a few weeks, and uh, we are excited to get back in here and really talk about how to stay encouraged in seasons or situations that feel really tough. Um, but more so than just saying that, how do you do it? Right. Absolutely. And I, I think, and I don't know if people can relate to this right now, but there seems to be something like in the water or the air, um, that is, it feels a little bit off balance for me in, in, in a few areas of my life. But, um, what I love about going through walking a path of difficulty is that you can always find something to be grateful for. Um, starting with the smallest thing to even the biggest things in our lives that sometimes we overlook. But um, it's so, so important. And I don't say this from somebody who everything just goes right. I'm actually, we're really in a season of, you know, fight and um, push through and communication and understanding. And um, during that time, I'm more than ever just so grateful for the strong relationships that I have. That's so good. That's the first thing that came to mind is, you know, a lot of times when things don't feel good and they aren't going our way, we have as a society the want or need to be busy in the uncomfortable. And so we say yes to more things when we actually need to say no to the things that are spreading us thin so that we can understand where fatigue really comes from, where we're being challenged internally and how we can make sure, and I think this is the number one thing for me, is understanding our values, right? And understanding what we stand in, stand for, and what that legacy that we're building is really about. And right now, I feel like people feel a little bit off because they no longer know what that value system is for them. They no longer understand the foundation they thought they knew really well. And people are starting to question the very things that generationally, the good things, the rich things in their families that they're having to maybe decide or pivot on in a different way. Yeah. And and I think anytime that we have to make hard decisions, especially in a season of challenge, uh, those decisions should be made with the very end goal in mind. In other words, like you just said, if I don't know what I stand for, if I don't know my values, if I don't know where I'm going, then my decisions every day are just on a whim, right? How do I feel today? Oh, well, this sounds good today. Oh, that, you know, that feels good right now. The problem is, is that there, that road is going nowhere, right? And, and our lives are built on all of those decisions adding up. So what you're sitting in right now, financially, relationship wise, business wise, um, all of those things are based on the day to day to day decisions that you made to this point. And so for those big things to change, when you have these challenges, you have to stay the course, mm -hmm. but I have to know the course. And the course is never changing right now. It's, yeah. it, it's not, it's not like we've ever known it before. I mean, I feel like, you know, I'm in my forties and I've taken the, the road less traveled. So I feel like there's always been uh, pivots in the way that I've lived my life. But there's a different kind of exhaustion that goes to this. And the reason I say that is a lot of times we're making decisions from a place of tired. 
And that's the worst place to make a decision, especially when it has to do with the foundation or a value system, because it comes from more of an emotional place than a knowing place. Mm -hmm. And right now I feel like we feel shaken internally because we're making these decisions from a place that we're not really feeling emotionally stable or mentally stable or spiritually stable, or we're not feeling connected enough or we're feeling alone in it. And there's all these different variables that go to it that, I mean, at the end of the day, I think it's fair to say that this is probably one of the hardest seasons to actually make um, intentionally good decisions based, when I say good, meaning for the goodness of the dream, for the goodness of the business, for the goodness of the vision that's on your heart, for the goodness of that family, for the goodness of all these things that you know, a few years ago might have been easier to make decisions in regards to your health, your growth, and your forward movement. Yeah, well, you, I mean, I think that we would all look back and say we we felt supported by so many things Mm -hmm. externally. And so when so many things externally are unknown or, or certainly feel like quicksand, it's so much more important that the internal is stable and it exposes that, mm-hmm. right? So if I have a weak point within myself, then that is going to be exposed when everything else feels out of control. And the only way to recenter that is to come back to you. And this has been a huge thing in my life leaving a career now, right? And so I'm, I'm three months out. Um, I have noticed that I really need recovery time. Um, I thought, you know, oh, I left, you know, this career and I jumped right into building a law firm and I'm just like hitting the ground running and turn and burn and like go get it and all this stuff. And like internally, it's like, hey, why don't you sit down for a second? Like, why don't you process Mm -hmm. a lot of this stuff? And I think it's not unlike what everyone has gone through over the last couple of years. Have you taken a second to process? How has that affected you? How has that affected your values? Yeah. Has it changed them? Have you changed? It's interesting that you say that because in, um, I feel like all of us have been exposed to our weaknesses in a different way. When And this is like no matter what season you're in, but when things are going well in your marriage, you're not dealing with the weaknesses of your character. You're dealing with the weakness of your character when things are not going well in your marriage or in business or whatever. And so I know personally, like even right now, because there's a lot of pressure in the workplace right now for you know different reasons, then it's starting to show character defects in the marriage. And so then you're trying to work on the defects of our character so that our marriage doesn't weaken. But then it's like you start having these conversations that are about, well, you need to grow in this area or this area instead of giving credit and honoring the areas that right now might we just maybe we're surviving Mm -hmm. but also like honoring that at least we are doing that and we are being intentional about this and we do understand that right now we're exposed in a different way and we have a lot of different areas that we need to grow in but it almost feels like a battlefield instead of how I would want growth to feel. Growth usually feels uncomfortable, but this feels more like a bloody battlefield. Mm -hmm. And so I know that where we are starting to feel challenged in the season, just in marriage and in family, is how do we approach these character defects and these weaknesses within our home without 
being harsh on each other Mm -hmm. because when we're coming home right now we're feeling a little beat up right as somebody obviously brandon's a firefighter paramedic with the city i'm a small business owner so the impact to a lot of the things that are happening in the season right now are heavily in the spaces that we're working Mm -hmm. and so you know a lot of times we're coming home already tired Mm -hmm. so weakness is already exposed because it takes this much something very little to trigger us whereas before we're picking careers that we are being fulfilled in and that we are feeling encouraged in. And yes, we're still getting that, but that's less and less and less because you're dealing with way more exterior stuff than we've ever dealt with before. Right. Do you feel that too in your home? Yeah, you know, I will say that uh, where we are right now is um, our relationship's never been stronger. Um, and that is an amazing feeling. And as we know, when we grow up and we have these relationships and and marriage specifically, that there's highs and lows, right? There's times where you feel really supported and you feel like a very supportive partner. And there's times where you feel like there's some stuff to dig into and we've got to figure out the kinks. So that area is super solid. But what comes with that too, I feel like is the outside storm. So when you feel good and strong at the home base, then the universe throws you, you know, some stuff to see how solid you really are. Um, And so those storms um, are being weathered right now. And um, as a complete solid unit, it's so important that we move through that stuff together because it's so easy. I've noticed for myself, it's so easy for me to get critical of other people, especially the person you're closest to when you're feeling vulnerable or when you're feeling like I'm not being supported, whether that's true or perceived and whether that's from a business perspective or a family perspective, if that's where I'm coming from, I'm gonna start pointing the finger. Mm-hmm. And that's when, as soon as the finger comes out, I know I better turn that thing around and start looking at what's going on with me. Yeah, Cause this really isn't about anyone else. And it's hard to see that sometimes. Mm-hmm. Do you feel like you do that too? Yeah, I, I think it's easy to focus on the things from your partner that are making you uncomfortable, right? Mm-hmm. Because then it's not focusing on you. But I've also taken a step back where I do feel like, not that it's been said, but I can see it just in the community that I serve and at home, is that people are struggling a little bit more with identity because so many people's identity are in their career. And a lot of people are having to look at what the next year, three year, five year, 10 year plan is. Maybe they're transitioning out of a career. Um, and there's a lot of identity that's involved in that. And so I feel right now, to be honest with you, that there's a lot of grieving, but people can identify it as grieving. And so again, they feel like they're on the bloody battlefield because that's what it feels like. You know, not a lot of people have taken opportunity to grow like you and I, where we've mm-hmm. been like, hey, I want to go see a, you know, a, a therapist. I want to, I'm feeling stuck in an area or I want to, I want to speed this along more for accountability reasons, whatever it is, we've always initiated it. Where a lot of people don't initiate that growth, a lot of people will just stay in that, you know, in between. And right now, I just don't feel like it's an option. I mean, you are going to feel uncomfortable in this season. How you move forward in that and what you create create out of it is um, going to be what's telling for most because this is going to suck you up and spit you out mm-hmm. and it is going to feel like a black hole or you're going to learn truly how resilient you are 
and how creative you can be. And you're going to connect people in different ways and create things that you never thought that you would be able to. But then it goes back to like what we started off with is how do you stay encouraged in the season? Because now, you know, people's kids are being affected and, you know, God, God forbid if you're like us that are co-parenting in a season like this. I mean, that's like already like, you know, right. come at me. You right. know, I tell people all the time, like, I feel like I'm really pretty laid back, but you mess with my finances or my family and you're going to get a different side mm-hmm. to me. And I'm going to try to do it with grace and wisdom. I'm telling you right now that will try me more than anything else. And what season are we in? Yeah. You're in a season uh, where you're being tried in both those areas. I just thought of something funny to your co-parenting point. I feel like society right now is like in a co-parenting relationship. Like that is how adversarial (laughs) that things have gotten. Like, so then you have co-parents that are now (laughs) co-co-parenting is you, you're so divided already. And then, and that's not for everybody. I'm kind of just being light about it, but, um, it's, it's very challenging, right? Because right now everybody's really, um, a lot of people are family centered. They're trying to hunker down and figure out what this unit needs and wants and how to move forward and make these decisions together and what's best for my family. And when you have outside noise to that, um, other people that have opinions about that style or those, you know, those um, decisions that are being made, uh, I think it makes it even more challenging. And I, and let's be honest, usually marriages don't work out because belief systems change, right? So now you've got two different belief systems and holy moly, that does not set um, yourself, your family, their family, or your children up for very much success. So I feel like in that area alone, you really have to like take a step back. And I think what I feel, so one of the areas of staying encouraged, if you're like me, where you can feel, um, I, I feel like we are doing really good right now. I feel like we're turning, we're uh, creating a lot of opportunity in this season. Um, I feel we're being very aggressive in our approach. Um, we see it and it's exciting. So mm-hmm. with that though comes the reality of still having to make a lot of really hard decisions in this season. So that goes without saying that there's going to be fatigue that comes with it. But staying encouraged for me is getting quiet. There's a lot of things that you have to say no to in this season. And particularly the no's come with the people you're saying yes to. Because let me tell you what, I have been caught up in some conversations just in passing by or owning a business where I'm like, yo, I just had the best 10 hour day and your 20 minute little spiel right there just totally like made me feel not good, funky. And so it's protecting our space because right now we're already living in a time where space is not being honored right now. It's not even being told that you get your own space. And so we have to be so much more intentional with what we're doing in that space. And I see a lot of people saying yes to a lot more and staying busy. So going back to that, that busy and that discomfort, when I would really encourage you to actually slow down and um, say no to more, yes to the right things, but be okay staying at home too. Mm-hmm. Like movie night with the family is needed for the soul right now. Mm-hmm. Our children are feeling the pressure of the world right now wherever they're going, whether they're at school or at the supermarket, because all of those people are living under pressure right now in a different way. And so I've just noted with my own son that he appreciates being at home a lot more right now. Mm -hmm. And I want to honor that, whereas it might feel uncomfortable for me to slow down for a minute because Mm -hmm. then I have to process all these things when I really don't want to. 
And I feel like there's that fine balance in that, you know, because mm-hmm. with him right now, if I keep him going like blazing like we used to, it's not a good outcome. I don't I don't want to see the dark circles underneath his eyes or the meltdowns at bedtime. I want to be able to sit down and talk about things, you know, and I yes. want him to he's asking questions. So a lot of a lot of people listening to this right now, maybe you have children. Like for me, when this whole season started, my son was in kindergarten. Mm-hmm. He's now in second grade. He has questions and he wants answers. And I feel like that's another hard thing. I don't necessarily have answers for him. Mm-hmm. We don't. And so we have to be honest about not knowing. And as a parent, that's a little uncomfortable because I want him to feel safe. Um, but I also think that it's a great time to bond with our children in a deeper way and say, you know what, we might not have all the answers, but in our junk and in our uncertainty and, and all these things, we still show up and we're still kind. We're still going to show up and do our best. We're still going to show up and stay true to our values, you know, and we're still going to be the people that we've been called to be. And for us, that's looked like a new school. It's looked like a new church. Mm-hmm. You know, it's looked like narrowing down those 15 friends to my solid five. Mm-hmm. It's saying when I am going to get together, I'm going to do it in a group setting. Let's get together for happy hour. And whoever makes it, makes it. And whoever doesn't, doesn't. Yep. It's simplifying everything right now for me. And and yeah. that's how I stay encouraged in that stuff. Yeah, I completely relate to that. And something that we have really implemented in our house is like, there are no electronics after school, right? You, it's the old school, go outside into the court that we live in and ride your bike and play these games and use your imagination. And dinner time is a time to talk about, tell me one good thing today and one thing that could have gone better, right? And then we talk about how did that make you feel? How does that feel, right? And you start talking to your kids about, you know, their their little interpersonal relationships at school with their classmates, you know, and how, you know, uh, Skylar was talking to me over the last week about there's an angel on my shoulder and there's a devil on my shoulder and they're, they're saying different things. And so we work through that, right? Like, wow. you know, the longer that you listen to the angel and do that, the easier it gets, the more quiet the other guy gets, right? So having those conversations when things feel chaotic for us, like you said, it can feel like I've got to do more, be more, commit to more, but it's like, no, these kids need us now more than ever. And those conversations are what create them into who they become. And you can just see their appreciation. Um, We have this tradition now where we do Taco Tuesday with my dad and his wife every Tuesday. And um, this last week, Skylar was setting the table and she wanted to surprise everybody. She took construction paper out and she wrote a personal note to everybody at their setting. Mm -hmm. And we read them all out loud to each other. And it's like, that's the stuff that can't go away Mm -mm. because that's life. That's the joy in the moment right now, right? That's if you are maybe not having the best day or, you know, there's joy in the simple things right now. Really? You know, I tell people all the time, like, you know, I have so many clients that are used to traveling and they're all what if I can't travel? And I'm like, have you looked within the United States at how many amazing places there are to travel to? We've just taken it for granted because we can get on a plane and go anywhere. And there are, I've actually loved getting to know things in a driving distance or road trip or, you know, a couple hours on an airplane. There's Mm -hmm. so many amazing things. And that's what I mean about finding the opportunity in this season. Maybe we're called to be closer to home right now. And hey, if your family wasn't doing good prior to this season, this is your opportunity to say, I want to get it right at home. You know, I need to get it right at home for my kids right now. I didn't know we were the wheels were falling off. Yes. But hey, let's get those wheels back on because they need us right now and they need to see us. 
And a lot of people, you know, I cannot overemphasize right now how important it is. If you're feeling discouraged, you need to be on some kind of health and wellness routine where you have a routine in the morning, you are working out, you are eating good, you are staying hydrated, you're getting rest, and you're doing what you can to keep your stress levels low. And I know that that sounds like a lot, but it's not, you know, it's a lot more saying yes to the things that are making you have anxiety attacks, keeping you up late at night, uh, making you gain weight, making cortisol levels high. It's like we can manage those things and we're not. And why, why aren't we, you know, because y'all know what it felt like when there weren't gyms to go to, Right. When you're like, it's kind of sketchy to go outside and, and do this, that, or the other. It's mm-hmm. like, no, this is your opportunity to understand. It's your responsibility to take care of the vessel you were given. And yeah. you cannot show up mentally, physically, or emotionally for anybody if you can't even do it for yourself. Mm-hmm. And I've really seen the decline in that area. So when people are like, well, how do I stay? I'm like, well, first of all, stop putting junk inside your body. Start there. And then second of all, work out get off social media for an hour a day and take care of your body and stop giving yourself excuses not to do it. That's, that's a problem, you know? Yeah. In a lot of ways, a lot more people have more freedom than they ever had. Mm-hmm. You know, we go from working in an office to working from home, right? There's so much more leeway in a lot of the ways that we do life. But one thing that I've really seen, um, especially in the last couple months, is that there's a lot of people out there that want to do a lot of things and they want to pull you into it, right? Hey, I've got this, blah, 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 blah. And, and it's really easy to get sucked into that noise and like, oh, I've got it, you know, they asked me and so I need to, right? No. Mm-hmm. What's the home base? Like, let, let me listen to that idea, sit with it for a second, not react immediately, and have a few people that you really go to and say, hey, mm-hmm. you know, I have one person that I'm doing a lot of my work stuff with, and I'll just say, hey, can you jump on this call for 30 minutes? I want your perspective on what this person is bringing in. And then we debrief afterwards. And then it's a yes or a no, and then it's a move on, right? So to your point, it's like, what are you allowing in and what are you not allowing in? Because that's either allowing you to live a day that is directed by you and for you to create time and space for those things that you need, Mm -hmm. or you're allowing other people to come into that space and grab that time from you, and you're never gonna get it back. Yeah, yeah, I mean. Well, I think, uh, so there's a, I have a client in here and this is such a cool thing. And this is like taking advantage of the moment and, um, where we will dismiss opportunity and, and hard things. They started having their children, um, for second grade, write in a journal every single day at the beginning of the season. So when the pandemic had initially hit and just write their feelings, there was not, there was no parameters to it. It was just like, we're going to start keeping a journal. And back then that was like, for two weeks, right? We thought we'd be through this. They've now got their children, right? With this writing. And it's like, you've all, I mean, it gives me goosebumps because of all the stuff, there's gonna be so much healing going back and reading that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And so the way that they've navigated it, where I've even said a year ago when they told me that, I'm like, oh, I'm going to do that. And I still haven't done it because I'm like, we're almost done with it. So like, maybe. Why would I start that now? <laughs> you know, like, why would I do that? Five years from now, you're like, we're almost done now, like, right? We bestseller, right? We could have done the bestseller. <laughs> but, you know, there's so many creative ways right now to like that to also teach our children, right? Uh, to have something of this time. And I do feel like a lot of us don't really know how to navigate it because there's so many different perspectives and ways to do this. And our friends and family 
are all trying to figure it out and everyone's kind of doing a different way and people are more offended nowadays. And so you're like, well, make sure that you are open-minded to how somebody else is doing. And I feel like there's so many more layers to a conversation with our kids now um, that there wasn't there before. And what I don't want to do is tell my son, silence him to have a open conversation about how he feels and what he's living through right now because of offending somebody else. I want him to know that we are respectfully having an open conversation about what that looks like and to know that not everybody stands with us in that or perhaps not everybody can afford to take their kid out of public school and put it into right. you know, the private sector. Whatever that looks like, I, I think we'd all do things differently if it wasn't impacting our, our financial well-being, right? Yeah. And so I do think that there's a lot of different ways where you're like, it's not so much about just asking somebody to come over for a play date now. Have you noticed that? It's like, we've asked some kids to come over for a play date and I am literally getting like a disclosure on like what can and can and like, you know, all these things based on the times that we're living in. And I'm like, yeah, no, I'm actually not going to do the play date. Yeah, no, 100%. Like I'm there's not going to do it. All these hoops to jump through now that never existed before. And like you said, I mean, oh, it's, it's this four-year-old, you know, my nephew's birthday party. And it's like, well, A, B, and C need to be met before. And it's like, you know. I'm good. Yeah. And what does that gathering even look like anyway? Like, why am I, you know, you show up and yeah. it's like everybody's, it's just, it's just awkward. It's, you know, and I, I, for our kids, that's, that's truly um, devastating, I think, for, for how it is that they try and process and move forward and realize a world that we never lived in. Well, cause it's like, are they are they doing saying that because they don't wanna offend somebody? Cause that's what people worry about the most now or are they doing and saying that cause that's how they feel. Yes. And I feel like that's the biggest thing right now is that people talk from a place of not wanting to offend someone because of this cancel culture we live in because of the backlash. Mm-hmm. But honestly, if you're a leader and, and you've been leading, it's still the 1% that's the loudest. You might, in this cancel culture, whatever we're in right now, you know, for that one loud person, usually the people like us are quiet. We're celebrating, you know, we're um, encouraging. We're just not loudly doing anything out there. I've always been like this. Or like we just talked about, we're bringing it down to the basics, (laughs) right? I don't need to be loud about the basics. I don't need to scream at you about my Taco Tuesday at the dinner table, right? Like. It's about bringing it back down to the things that really matter. And we have been inundated with so much stuff that it's hard to distinguish anymore what matters. But it's love, like loving each other, accepting each other, looking at each other, being there, like, and- and Being there. Yes, being being there. there. Being there. Period. Yeah. Existing in that present moment. I'm going to be the first to admit that, like, I, anybody that knows me knows I'm not into electronics. I don't like social media. Um, I could go on and on. Like, that's just not the area that I like to spend my space in. But with all of the, um, with opening a business like Smithville, I need to understand how the supply and demand is right now. Um, because I've heard that in that space right now, people are having to change their menus and they, all this stuff. So I'm being forced to step outside of what my, comfort zone to really stay ahead of the game on this. And what happens is you end up wanting to look into this and research that and watch this and you get so far off. Like there's so much chaos in that space that I'm spending more time on there, giving myself permission to do it because of this. When at the end of the day, when I'm mentally foggy, it's because I was on social media 
way too much. And it's almost like between, and I'm going to be just completely transparent for me because I don't spend a lot of time on there. I'm looking at supply. So there's where my permission was to get on there and spend time. But then I see this thing about Gabby and I'm like, what's this about? And then I'm like, well, why haven't they found, you know, the boy? And then I'm like looking into this and now I'm like looking at the dog hunt or the bounty hunter. Yeah. And then I've spent a lot of time and I'm trying to like, literally I'm trying to solve a crime, like literally trying to solve the crime. And then I'm over here and then I'm, you know, trying to figure out like what the parameters are for the fitness industry and what people are doing over here. And then I'm wondering why this and that. And like, I'm literally trying to solve so many different things. Like, am I really after the three hours of trying to figure out the whole story on Gabby going to solve that? I have now just completely and totally spun out in my head. Now I am pissed at the guy's parents and I'm wondering why all these emotions wasted on something that I cannot do anything to change and I know I can't be the only one and then I'm like mad at myself I'm actually pissed at myself that I just went down that space or Britney Spears like I'm trying to figure out why when everybody was telling me free Britney I'm like you guys are so insane get off social media and then it pops up and I'm like oh what's that and then I'm like click and then or the Epstein I'm waiting did they did they release the names today do you see how involved I am I'm yeah, involved I don't know in anything space. about that it's coming out do you think I'm gonna go to bed tonight without checking that I am not because you want to know what I'm invested now at this point I need to know it's so ridiculous <laughs> and these are like I don't know um red herrings they're nothing. Does it change my immediate situation? No. Am I going to go live my dream and build my empire doing that? No. Am I trying to work for the FBI? Right. No. So Are then- you better for having that information now? Are you, is, no. is your life better no. because you have information about those three things? And, and the other scary thing is all you know is what you're told. <laughs> you don't have any firsthand knowledge. None of us have any firsthand knowledge of any of those things to form an opinion. But I am emotionally, when I'm on there, <laughs> invested in that. Like, I'm like, oh, oh, he's, oh, this bounty. I don't even know who he, I've never even seen anything that he does, by the way. I've seen, like, he's a familiar face, but I don't even really know what he does. But I'm like, now this would be some shit. Like, if he's the one that solves this. And then I'm like, yeah. And then I'm like rooting for him. And then I'm like, wait a minute, you just wasted an entire hour. I have like plans to submit to the city right now for a freaking business I'm opening. What am I doing? Well, and you could spend like a, a lot of time on that because I think on Tuesday I saw something on TMZ that he was like an hour away from the campground. He was on his way to go bring him from, like take him into custody. Well, it's Friday now. So I don't know if like he miscalculated that, that by a few days, but yeah. it's just like, this is, it's just tabloid BS. Yeah. And, and it's a... a I'm not taken away from that situation or any other situation like it, but we have no actual knowledge of what's happening in that. We are being told things that are salacious and exciting and that get attention going to certain channels or certain media outlets. That is what we're experiencing. They are emotionally drawing you in Mm-hmm. with information that may or may not be true, but certainly is not a, the whole picture of something. Right. I feel like I'm a very disciplined person. So if you're listening to this right mm-hmm. now and, and you've felt like you've kind of gone down that same, in that same cycle, like, you know, give yourself some grace for one. And for two, like the internet is like, it just will suck you in. That's why I don't like being on it because you know yeah. what? I'm not inspired. 
I'm not inspired when I get off of it when I've spent that kind of time on there. Yeah. Now, granted, there's great ways to utilize it as well. You just have to be so disciplined right now with as much the, yeah. going on that you are very intentional with your clicks. At the same time, if anybody's listening to this and you don't know who Gabby and Brian are, please write to us and let us know how you accomplish that. <laughs> I don't think that there's anybody okay, that doesn't know what that situation is. So, I mean, yeah, you, it would be hard to avoid it. Like, I don't know if you just like never walked into a grocery store or somewhere there was a TV screen. I mean, that is like what is being pushed in front of all of our faces right now. I did not know what the coronavirus was. For the longest time, I had clients talking about it. And every time they talk about it, I would hear Corona. And I'm like, I would see a beer. Literally, this is how my brain works inside my facility. And I would stop listening. Literally. And I didn't know to the capacity. Obviously, I knew when it started getting like really weird here. Right. But obviously, it was like happening wherever before. I I, I literally tune out. I, I just, I honestly don't care. Yeah. And so now it's just interesting that they've got me somehow like caring a little bit you know yeah. like i do care about gabby you know of course yeah well, like well, i would we, we care about everybody but what do we have immediate influence over and that's the stuff that we're overlooking to read for three hours about a b and c when that time could be spent forming real true authentic in real time relationships or building those relationships or businesses or whatever it is right yeah. and that doesn't mean there's not that downtime to like i mean we how could we all right i saw a meme uh, the other day that i thought was hilarious um, speaking of social media, but it was like, um, oh, I've had the longest day. I'm so stressed out. I just need to turn on a good murder mystery and relax. It's like, <laughs> yeah, this is what we relax doing. Well, I, um, I did, they have all these weird filters right now on social media and I've been using them. It like literally makes me feel like I'm young and a cartoon character. And I'm like, why not? Like everyone's doing it. It's totally kind of not my character, but I was like, why not? It's fun. My husband literally like messaged me. He's like, what's up with the filters? And I'm like, what are you talking about? And he's like, it was funny at first. And then he started talking about business and that was weird. And I was like, wow. Like, you Thank know, you for your honesty. Thank you for your honesty. Was it the eyelashes that kept moving up and down? But it's like literally those little things where you, you know, in his opinion, he's like, it took away from the message. And I'm like, well, I thought my nose and my mouth looked really good in it. So I'm not really sure. Like, we're seeing this differently, you know? There's he's, pros and cons. There's yeah. He's like, yeah, no. I'm like, okay, whatever. Moving on. Like, you know? But I do feel like if you look at things now, it's interesting enough to say that people are filtering. Like, watch those videos and stuff now. People are spending more time on these devices creating whatever their content you know is and they're doing their edits they're doing their retakes they're making sure that they're positioned correctly all, all of the above and it's like you're not even that's not even real anymore we, we said it at sisterhood those reels aren't real they are recording that re-recording that over and over and then they're putting it to facetune to make sure that it's got the filter on it it's like we're not seeing real things ever on this right it's, here. It's entertainment. It's entertainment. And it should be used for that purpose. Absolutely. And you should go on to it knowing like this is entertainment. You know, yeah. this isn't really real. Like you said, I mean, I had to tell myself when I it was like midnight and I'm like, oh, my God, like a high value of rest. And I'm still searching for Gabby, you know. Mm -hmm. And then I was telling myself like 
well, they're not even telling us the truth. You can't be on here telling us step by step no. where it's at. Like these people, this is not how it is right now. Oh, Mackenzie know? was so mad at me the other day. She's like, I don't understand why they're not releasing the cause of death. I'm like, because they don't even have the dude in custody. As soon as they tell the world all the details, how do they question the guy? And it it's all the information's already out there, so he could just regurgitate what he reads. And she's like, Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, yeah, we just don't like think about these things, right? So the information that we're receiving is literally a crumb of a cookie. Yeah. And so, and then we build all these stories ourselves based on those crumbs when we have no idea. Yeah, that's literally like, it's, it's not good. So you guys, we want to really make sure that you're getting tools out of things that we share, whether you're joining us at a sisterhood collective gathering and we're speaking at the front of the stage or if it's a monthly meetup or if it's on our podcast, we want to make sure that we're not just sitting here to talk, but that you're actually getting something valuable from our conversation. And so when we started today, we really wanted to talk about how to stay encouraged in you know seasons that are hard, but also staying in- encouraged when things are good. Because a lot of times we'll lose our discipline in the good too. And so I shared, you know, the working out, the eating clean, um, saying no more, getting quiet, and and making sure you protect the quiet, even again, when things are going good, you know, it's in quiet that we stay creative, right? It's not in busy that we stay creative. And so, you know, for me too, it's like communicating and brainstorming with the right people, right? Like, oh, I have this going on or I'm doing this. And where you know that they're lifting you up in that or they're contributing to that or you want to bring them into that. Um, For me, my spiritual life means so much to me. So, you know, we recently started a new church and I'm really feeling like that's a good fit in the spirit for us with like community and safe, you know, coming out of a season where churches were closed, I felt like we were going to places where we would get, you know, four of the 10 things, but four is better than none because it was closed for so long. And so I feel like, you know, that transition again, right? It's another transition into something new, but it's important if that's a high value and you want to stay encouraged, then make sure you're not compromising on those areas of your life. And so, you know, and then again, going back to the values, I think the most fatigue right now in what I see in the community that I live in is that people don't understand themselves well enough to really understand their values, to really understand the foundation that they have. And so they're really having a hard time making decisions from a place of knowing, right? Mm-hmm. They're making these decisions based on emotions, based on the little bit of stuff that they get from you know their devices. And it's creating um, an inner turmoil and a bloody battlefield in the mind, in the spirit. And so to stay encouraged, you really gotta get back to simplicity. How do you feed your body? How do you feed your mind? How do you feed your family? Yeah. You know, are you giving in to the friendships that you do care about? You know, if you want them to be reaching out to you, are you reaching out to them? Um, do they know that, that, that you do care? Are you going to church or are you sleeping in? You know? Right. So definitely. What are some things, Tess, that you, you guys are doing in your family? So um, I can start. Um, I'm going to start small and, and go big. I think that for me, and, and you had mentioned, you know, for people listening to this, you know, making sure that there's takeaways. And I think that I listen to podcasts aside from our podcast in order to get myself to think, get my mind to think, 
right? It's not, I don't necessarily, you know, our conversation is going to resonate with you in one way and then resonate with someone else in a completely different way. But if you're, if your mind is turning, if you're thinking about how does this relate to me? Does it relate to me? Um, what are the ways in which, you know, I would tell the story or that I, you know, am, am implementing these things in my life and, and how can I th- just think about it? Cause a lot of times we just do things because we're just doing things, yeah. um, and not being intentional about it. So I think that for sure, um, we have been very intentional about bringing th- things back down to just our family unit um, when we have that space and time. You know, obviously, kids, we have soccer and all the things that everybody has. But when there is that opportunity, you know, coming home from school isn't turning on the TV. Yeah. And we're very clear about that. We're very intentional about that. And you know what? It's not always very convenient for us. Exactly. Because yeah. that means that my workday is over for now. And that's not always, you know, 3.30 or three is a pretty early time to stop, right? And what does that mean? That means I have to get up earlier and start earlier. And so that is a commitment that we've made to each other and to the kids and, you know, working on homework, um, which requires a lot of patience. Um, So doing that with them and then allowing them to be kids, right? Creating that space for them to go be kids. Our focus has really turned towards the kids during this time. not because we don't need to be taking care of ourselves. We are taking care of ourselves between each other and then independently. But I feel very passionately that during this time that that the focus needs to be at home. We need to go back home. Yeah. Yeah. I, that is in my heart. That's good. Um, and everything from there will work out. Yeah. If you're healthy and happy there, everything else will work out. So that that's that's where my heart is. And there's this one other thing that I've really spent some time thinking about too is um, two things in general. One is like mentors, right? That's always been a big thing for growth in my space. And right now, things that are mentoring us are on our devices because people haven't been able to gather or they've been on Zoom and it just hasn't hit the marker. Um, Make sure that you are getting mentorship from somebody that you want something that they have that you're not just having conversations about dreams or investments or uh, any of those things that require people that are doing it, that are actively in there doing it. I think that's so important because you will kill that very thing that's so special to you when you are hosting it in the wrong circle of people. And then um, the other one is making sure you're connecting with people in a way that's not wasteful, that's not taking away from the family, right? And then you're just having empty conversations, not doing that meetup at happy hour without intentions because you know what? I just need to have adult time. I've just had nothing but kid time. But like you said, being super intentional with the way that you show up to that. And I think more than anything, because it's October 1st right now. So we're in the last quarter of the year. This is when you're planning for the first two quarters of 2022, okay? This is not when you are summing up this year. So be intentional with that space to dream and to think big and to protect that space of what you're creating moving forward. This is um, always a special time in my opinion, right? Because a lot of people check out. In the industry that I'm in, people put on the most weight from now until the end of the year. We hear this all the time. Then they spend the first quarter, the second quarter, and the third quarter trying to work off the fourth quarter's weight. The fourth quarter's stress. The fourth quarter's bad spending habits, right? And so it's like, why not do something different this year? Why don't you just get back to simplicity? Guess what? 
I don't care who you are. It's October. You should probably start Christmas shopping. Otherwise, there's not going to be things to get. Or you should start setting the foundation in your home that Christmas might be a little different this year. Maybe Christmas this year for all of us should be the challenge of giving back. Yeah. Right? Maybe you shouldn't be so stressed out and having conversations on October about what you're going to buy your children because of the supply and be filtering to your children. This is a season to give back right now. Yes. And these are the places where I see that all you're doing is feeling empty with more empty when you feed into it. There's opportunity in this season. Make sure you're having creative conversations. Make sure you're staying in a creative space. And when you're feeling the fatigued, stay home and do a Netflix and do nothing else. Don't go yes. say yes to that thing. And I think it's okay to also have to pivot and maybe cancel things in this season. Things that you committed to prior than going into it. Things change so much day in and day out that I don't take an offense up if somebody can't make make mm-hmm. something. I don't want you there if you're not supposed to be there. Right. I don't want you bringing your junk there if you don't feel right. like you should be there. I mean, how relatable is it to have be the end of the week you committed to this thing some time ago it's this big thing and you get home and you're like every fiber of your being is like i need to take care of myself right now Mm -hmm. and how often are we giving ourselves permission to do that because when we drag ourselves past that point it's really hard to recover and i don't think we maybe always realize that but it could be the whole weekend eaten up by you recovering from that commitment you shouldn't have kept on friday night right absolutely I also think that this is the season to invite people into your homes, the ones that you love. If you're lacking that like spiritual and emotional and that mental connection, um, you know what? Try doing things like having people over for dinner and really get back into community that way with the people that you love. And I think there there's a, a moment right now that can be really special and can really take relationships to the next level and in that there's gonna be some pretty cool things birth and there's gonna be some collaborations like we haven't seen before. And so that's what I'm praying into for our community and for the things that we are going to do. Um, the term of lack of anything right now, we need to know that we are in control of not saying it, right? And so we might lack toilet paper, but we don't lack creativity. And make sure you don't confuse the two. Yes. And there's a lot of um, ways to be involved right now if you're in this I, 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 well, and it feels heavy, that's because it's all you're focused on is you. As soon as you step out and you do something for someone else, guess what? Everything changes. And so I just want to put a challenge as we wrap this up. For the next seven days, I want you to pick one person and I want you to do something for them every single day to honor them. This isn't calling them and saying, hey, I'm doing this thing and I'm going to choose you for the next seven days. These are This is doing something for that person every single day that would bless them. And I want you to really think about who that is. And I even want to go into that challenge a little bit more. Maybe it's somebody you're challenged with right now within your circle, your community, your family, your relationships. And you want to get and break out of that so that that's not adding to the heaviness that you're feeling. So for the next seven days, pick your person. And Tess and I would love to hear about the breakthrough because you will have it. And I promise you that in that, you won't feel so heavy focusing on all the stuff you, 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 you are doing, right? Yes. And so I just Beautiful. thought that would be a cool way to kind of sum this up. And Tess and I will share our breakthrough in that as well. And we're just looking forward to getting back on here and connecting with you. And we really want to hear more from you guys too. So please feel free to reach out on our Instagrams, um, through Facebook, 
And uh, we'll get back to you next week with some more fun stuff. Yes. So excited to be back. Yeah. Good to see you. Okay. Bye.